You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert, and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me today are my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. Hey there. From the Kindred Spirits <laughs> Canine Education Center in Vista, California. Today we're going to talk about the Global Pet Expo. Uh, it was a couple weeks ago here in San Diego, California. We went down there and hauled home about 30 pounds each, maybe more, of brochures and flyers and pamphlets and samples and all kinds of neat stuff, all for dogs. So today we're going to talk about the Global Pet Expo, what it is, what those samples were we brought home, <laughs> and what our dogs thought about them. Uh, so hold on a second. Let our sponsors have a word with you, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life. Because they're a member of the family, keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. On demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Pets are part of the family, and when traveling with your dog, there's only one magazine to include when packing your doggy's duffel bag, and that's Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel, city and state reviews, and doggy destinations to explore with your furry companion. Fido Friendly magazine can be found at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, Pet Boutiques, and Fido Friendly hotels nationwide. Or you can go online to subscribe at www.fidofriendly.com. So get traveling with your pet today and leave no dog behind. And remember, Fido Friendly's the only magazine dedicated to the travel lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. 
Today we're talking about the Global Pet Expo that happened this year in San Diego, California. This is a worldwide uh, trade show, well, I should say it's a trade show held in San Diego, worldwide for distributors, buyers, innovators, manufacturers, and everyone else who's involved in the pet trade industry. That means anyone who invented a new product this year brought it to the trade show. And there were quite a few that had just come from production and had prototypes there oh, at the show. That was funny. Those people from Brazil? Yes. <laughs> All they had was one prototype. It didn't even have a name yet. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, and then there's the tried and true, the products that have been around for quite a while that the manufacturers or the owners of the company are trying to promote to pet store buyers and so forth. This is not a show that's open to the public. It's just open to those in the industry. We went as representatives of Pet Life Radio. So we got to wear press tags, which was quite funny because a lot of people saw us walking by with press tags and said, come here, come talk to us. We'll give you ideas for a show. <laughs> and so there may be a few of those coming up. Yep. <laughs> Overall, I think the show was fun. Overwhelming. Just overwhelming. So much stuff. And how many times did we lose Kate? <laughs> <laughs> It's a good thing we brought my husband because there were a few times he wandered off to track down Kate and then called on the cell phone. I found her. <laughs> Thank God for cell phones so yeah. we could locate each other. He was playing herding dog. Yeah, I was circling around and coming back most times. <laughs> it was those most times. Those every, everything from guppies and goldfish to horses and llamas. There was something there for every critter under the sun. Yes. Primarily dogs, though. Yeah. yeah. Although there was yeah. a lot also for cats. The but a lot of aquariums and fish products. Oh, and are some really... of the new oh, aquariums are awesome. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Well, for this show, we're going to break it down into two segments. The first part, we're going to talk about some of the new dog foods, new and now standard dog foods and dog treats that we saw and found and some of the things we like or dislike about them. I think first we found more... Good quality food. Yes. I think we expected to see. Uh, Much more than I expected. I think the consumers are finally getting through to some of the manufacturers that uh, they want good quality dog foods and good quality treats. Just because they're feeding a good quality food doesn't necessarily mean people want to give their dog junk. Um, And then... To that, the dog food scare last year. Sure. Um, And people are becoming more aware consumers, Mm -hmm. asking questions about what's in the food and who's making it and where it comes from. And then here at Kindred Spirits, every single class that comes through, we teach them how to be educated consumers. Yep. And then the second half of the show, we'll talk about some of the other things that we saw, some fun stuff. So let's talk, first of all, about food. We have been supporters of the Honest Kitchen dehydrated food since, well, since they first came on the market. Mm-hmm. So it was great to see them. Yeah, it was. It was nice to actually put a name to a face. <laughs> face to a name? Or face to a name, or something like that. Yeah, that's it. In her glitter and bangles. <laughs> but the Honest Kitchen uh, dog foods, and they have a cat food. Uh, you can find them at www.thehonestkitchen.com if and you treats. want to look that up. And treats and nutritional supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, their foods are uh, dehydrated, which means they're processed 
raw foods, but not at the high heats that are required to create a kibble. Uh, dehydration, and they explain it more in detail on their website, but dehydration allows the food to still be considered a raw food. So it has all the beneficial bacteria and everything, the enzymes and amino acids that is in a raw food, but yet it's a little bit safer to handle, transport, and keep because it's not raw. It is a dry, dehydrated food. I like the Honest Kitchen food because my dogs thrive on it. It's a good quality food. Uh, you open the package and you sniff it and you think, hmm, this smells good. good. This could be a potential for dinner. How many times have we read the list of ingredients to one of our classes and had people say, hey, sounds like I could eat that. Yeah, sure. Exactly. You know? And exactly. while we're doing a, uh, a commercial for the Honest Kitchen, let me read you <laughs> one of them. Uh Here's uh, Embark, the one that I feed my dogs. It starts out with USDA <laughs> turkey, organic flaxseed, potatoes, celery, spinach, carrots, coconut, kelp, apples, kelp, eggs, sesame seeds, bananas, cranberries, rosemary, vitamins, and minerals. Um, that's probably healthier than I eat on a daily <laughs> basis. <laughs> yep, exactly. So it's, it's excellent food. And I suggest if you're researching foods... Uh, give the Honest Kitchen uh, a look-see because it is great. Like I said, www.thehonestkitchen.com. One of the things I've always enjoyed about the Honest Kitchen is I understand all the ingredients that are in it. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to go to a dictionary and look up anything. <laughs> Another uh, food and treat that we saw is Dr. Harvey's and his power patties for dogs. Oh, those are treats, and my dogs absolutely went nuts over them. I can't ah, remember tripe. if I they were, grabbed a sample. The though. treat was a round, circular treat, about a half inch thick, like it had been sliced off a roll. And it appeared dehydrated also, or dried. And m both of my two, I mean, they're food hounds anyway. So it's hard to test a food or a treat on them. But they went absolutely nuts over that power patty. Well, I can see with tripe is the main ingredient. Uh, yeah, my dogs love that too. It's Although the treat is a good size, um, it, uh, it could be very good if it was broken up into smaller sizes like training treat size. Yeah. I know the one that I got samples of that, uh, well... Besides having the two Aussies, like your dogs, will eat sure. anything under the sun, um, have the German Shepherd, and anybody who has German Shepherds know they are picky eaters, and then the, our, my Pomeranian. So those two are actually my taste testers. So I brought home samples of natural nibbles. Oh, Remember, we used to find, or almost one, we still do the salmon and Costco. We find the salmon one in Costco, yeah. but I didn't realize they had as many varieties. Oh my gosh, and I tried every one, the salmon, the chicken, the beef liver um and there was a beef liver with glucosamine and chondroitin all four of the treats the shepherd loved it teddy just went nuts and had no qualms on any of them um we did talk to the great. representative there at the global pet expo that uh you know to talk to his, his sales staff and see if they could get all four flavors into costco yeah. Because we we use the salmon ones in our training classes, and, it's, and it was just dehydrated food treat, and the ingredients. One is uh, what was the first one is salmon. The and salmon one is salmon and beef. That's period. It. <laughs> That's it. The other one here the for beef, is liver. beef livers. Beef liver. 
the uh, the chicken has a little bit more because that one's with antioxidant vitamins. Um, and then the there's a beef liver one with glucosamine and chondroitin. But again, that's just beef liver, glucosamine, and chondroitin. Very <laughs> so, simple. So I can understand that. Not, not a whole <laughs> lot added to it. But it was <laughs> a great treat. You can break them up in all, sorts, all sizes. Um, and again, you don't have to worry if your dog has allergies or anything. This is a good treat to give them. No corn, no wheat, no soy, none of the three primary ingredients that we see most dogs allergic to and and universally adored in our basic classes. So for those of you that are Costco shoppers, you know that Costco goes by volume and it goes by what people talk about. So tell your people at Costco you want to see these salmon nibbles and the beef nibbles and everything and get them in the store and then go buy them so Costco will keep carrying them. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Another new food that we saw um, is uh, from New Zealand. It's called Zewi Peak, which is a little different to say. <laughs> <laughs> but they had a number of, um, of foods, and they had some treats. And the samples of the treats that we took home, my dogs went absolutely nuts over. The food also sounds pretty good. Um, we took a look at uh, the ingredients, which is, of course, the big thing. We teach our students to be uh, educated consumers. Most of them um, are ranch-raised venison, which is a little different for us. We don't think about venison, deer, being ranch-raised. But that's probably a quality control issue, probably making sure that the venison is free of parasites and so forth. Uh, the lamb is ranch-raised. The foods have contain liver, heart, and kidney. Now, many people are, are big fans of having organ meats in the diet. Per, myself, I'm a little squeamish, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I know a lot of people like the nutritional aspects of organ meats. There's fish and fish oils that provide uh, fatty acids like omega-3 and omega-6. And then here's a different ingredient for you, New Zealand mussel. Apparently, muscles are very good for joint inflammation and osteoarthritis. Uh, it's a 100% natural source of glucosamine, glucogens, and omega-3 fatty acids. So that's a little different. And that's M-U-S-S-E-L. Yeah, I was going to say, Oh, yes. Yes. Seafood. Right, right, right. Not muscle as in New Zealanders muscles. It is not human muscles. No, 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 no. A better come on a nice body, though. (laughs) Now, 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 now. Uh, Flaxseed oil, which, of course, is very nutritious. Parsley, kelp. So this is an interesting-looking food that I'm going to watch as it comes out on the market. Uh, This is another one that was brand new. They were just introducing it at the Global Pet Expo. And like the Honest Kitchen, it comes in air-dried. Or they also have it in uh, moist. Um, I think it's either in they did cans. have some canned, yes, cans. yes, yes. Uh, what other ones did uh, did you see? Well, Natural Balance was there. With yes, their... that's a good solid food, mm-hmm. um, especially for those people that don't have access to more premium foods. Right. Um, it's good, solid, steady food. I, I, one of these days, I want to ask Dick Van Patten why he got into making dog food, but he doesn't. He had out. a very allergic dog. Oh, is that what it was? Yes, 
He had a very allergic dog who had some health problems. Okay. And uh, um, and and began, or at least that's the story I had heard. Okay. And began researching dog foods on his own and decided to to go for it. Now there's also unfortunately some that we saw that were being introduced that don't quite measure up to some of our expectations. One of them that was introduced as a food and and treats uh, contains way too many cereal grains. Uh, I'm not a big fan of cereal grains and dog foods in large amounts, especially because uh, dogs don't have most of the amino acids and enzymes that are necessary to digest them correctly. I don't like the idea of a meal of rice and oats and rye and barley sitting in my dog's gut fermenting. Not only does the (laughs) output of the fermentation (laughs) chase you away or chase the dog away, but I'm not convinced that's healthy. Can we really change the ambiance of a room? Uh, uh, certainly. With a little mm-hmm. flatulence there. And yes. if it happens too much, it can change the relationship of, with your dog. <laughs> we, how many people have we had come to classes with bulldogs who say, <laughs> they're always sending the dog outside? Well, the dog doesn't understand that his flatulence drives you nuts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's too bad. Yeah. Some of them are high in the barley and high in oatmeal. Ground and I, grain, sorghum, sugar, sorghum, yeah, and uh, bee pulp. pulp, sugar. We saw a lot of foods that had that in like the third or fourth ingredient, so the top of the list there. It contains no sugar. Really? What are these? What do they think sugar huh. and bee pulp are? Yeah, that was interesting. There's, uh, there was one boutique bakery that just totally blew me away. This is not health food. <laughs> This is not health food treats, but Claudia's Canine Cuisine, Gourmet Treats with a Difference. And her her pamphlet says, noticeably different. They this, are. They're so This cute. looks like you walked into a bakery in Solvang, California. Yes. Solvang yes. is a Danish town <laughs> where bakeries are... Reign supreme. Reign supreme, yes, yes. The, they're pamphlet and the display they had at the expo looked like you'd walked into Solvang. I mean, I probably put on 10 pounds just looking at them. Well, I was almost reminded of C's Candies. Yes. The way things uh-huh. were decorated and how many people had to do double takes. Oh, yeah. They should have had a chiropractor around the corner for the whiplash that these yeah. people were getting. Oh, I know. Yeah. Going, is so that true. for dogs? For example, here's one called Lucky Puppy Treats Drizzled Yogurt. So they're dog bone shaped treats. I have no idea what the treat itself is. It looks like just a pretty much a traditional dog bone, only ham made. But the drizzled yogurt is in three different colors, drizzled back and forth and back and forth. So it's almost like a a multicolored rainbow Mm -hmm. topping the treat. Or the peanut butter cup looking ones. Those are those look so yummy. I wanted those one. Those look just like Reese's peanut butter cups, only a little thicker. The way you'd want a Reese's cup to yes. really be. Yes. And the Absolutely bonbons delicious. with the sprinkles on top. So they do say that all of their ingredients, although human grade, are safe for dogs. But it's just amazing. So the chocolate, I'm sure, is carob then instead mm-hmm. of. Um, but uh, and then there's. Uh, Canine sweets, there's bark bark that looks like white chocolate. Well, it could be because white chocolate contains no cocoa beans with something inside and it's broken up like like bark candy is. 
Yeah, that would just fascinated us. <laughs> oh, it's it's amazing. Now I'm sure what she she does is these are not everyday training treats, but I'm sure these are wonderful if you wanted um, to get a little a little bag of treats for your dog's birthday, mm-hmm. or you have a birthday party for your dog. Mm-hmm. So many of us do. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> um, or uh, or your someone has a new dog to their household, a friend has a new dog, something like that. They're special occasion They're treats. special occasion mm-hmm. treats, and uh, uh, I'm sure that uh, they're just wonderful. <laughs> so much. Well, one of my first impressions over all of the whole expo was how upscale so many things had come. Yes. From yes. dog biscuits to sure. dog beds to yeah. everything. There was yes. all the range. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about a few more of these things as we go along. So hold on. We'll take a break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. session on Pet Life Radio with Teacher's Pet. Learn how to communicate with your pet, train your pet, and see the world from your pet's point of view. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Teacher's Pet with pet expert and author Sarah Wilson. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm Liz Palaika and with me today are Petra Burke and Kate Abbott and we're talking about our visit to the Global Pet Expo. The first half of the show, we talked about some dog foods and some dog treats that we saw. Now let's talk about some other stuff. <laughs> there was everything oh, yeah. there. I think so many clothing for your dog. <laughs> oh my gosh, you had matching clothes. Well, There's... we have to talk about the bed head or the pet head. Pet. The pet head. Oh, oh the cute little vision of bed head. Yes. Shoes. The little tennis shoes. I want those tennis shoes for Walter. I want the one, I think the ones that 
when you walk on them like little kids have and they sparkle, the little lights come on. Oh That's God. what you need for Walter. Which, of course, goes with the Harley Davidson hat and the leather jacket and the studs. Oh, and so cute. I also want to give them credit for one of the best booths. Yes, they had a wonderful booth. Yeah, I love the plexiglass floor with the display underneath. Yeah. Although I was a little concerned. I walked on the braces because yeah, it I did know. break. Another thing was the number of found pet items. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot. A lot of... Uh, uh, and, and not the traditional. I would have expected more mic- microchip technology yeah. type of thing. Nobody wants to talk about tattooing anymore, Eda. No. I know. No I'm tattooing. No microchipping or tattooing. It's become more popular for people, but not for dogs. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I thought the one that caught all of us surprise was this pet's cell. Yeah. It... Like cell phones? The, the problem is, is it's a little big. Um, oh, yeah. It's a collar. That's still bizarre. That has cell phone technology. It has, like a cell phone, attached to the dog's collar. I guess you push a button like the, like the yeah, reps and said, you know, Fido, get, get home. home. <laughs> yeah, my dog. <laughs> so his, his example, of course, hit us as dog trainers slightly wrong. Uh, he said, well, if your gate's open and your dog runs away, well, no. No. Training teaches the dog not to run out the gate. But, you know, that was his example. You then, when you see your gate is open and your dog is missing, you push a button on your home your home, mm-hmm. and you go, Fido, come home. <laughs> but then they did, he did say there was a phone number, an emergency phone number, where if somebody found your dog, push the button and it dials your cell phone. And they can say, I've got this dog. I guess then it's like a two-way sure. radio or something. And it that also, sounds good. And it also has GPS technology Ooh, yes. so that you yes. can go find your dog. Mm-hmm. I like that part. Apparently, you can put a wire around your yard, what they're calling a geofence. And then if your dog crosses, the caller will call your cell phone number and let dog you know Dog just that, got out. Quote, a <laughs> breach has occurred. So, yeah. And then you can use the tracking gps the, to find your dog the representative at the uh, global pet expo was wonderful he, oh he was a he, rack up he was funny <laughs> he was absolutely wonderful and he very very much believed in the product um i still have a few reservations i think uh we, they've got to work out a few bugs and i think they've got to get it smaller uh, yeah. it's still pretty big to put on even on a golden it was pretty big yeah yeah it was a pretty good yeah. size yeah but it's interesting, I mean, the, with the technology of either calling your voice, your cell phone, email, or text messaging. <laughs> to let you know that a breach Incredible. has occurred. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Or that someone has found your dog and is pushing the call right. owner call button. Right, call you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Another one that uh, we had a, a little giggle over, in fact, Kate and I talked about it later, um, was a company that makes ID bracelets, much like... The medic alert bracelets that people wear uh, for if you're diabetic or you have a seizure disorder or something like that. It's telling the uh, EMTs or doctors what your disability is, but it's for lost dogs. Well, in this case, your dog becomes your disability? Uh, no, that's anyway. Well, one of the problems was I can't see anybody wearing that bracelet all the time. Well, it's the thing. So the idea is you wear an I, this ID bracelet that yes. says, if anything happens to me, right. there is a pet at home right, right. that needs caring for. Or right. here's an alternate phone number to contact for them to let them know my pet needs care or pick them up right. or whatever. 
your arrangements are. And and there were a couple of things that we talked about with that. One, I can't imagine there are that many people who are so isolated that no one knows if they're going to be in the hospital or gone or away from home. Um, or that many people um, who wouldn't have somebody checking on them. Or but there obviously there is, because there wouldn't have been a yeah. market for it. Yeah, well, that's very sad. <laughs> it is, it is. It's <laughs> funny, though, that the, the several booths that had that, they all sort of talked about the same, they didn't name names, but they all gave the same scenario yeah. of someone being in the hospital and the dog being alone in the house for days Yeah. and just barely found in the nick of time. To save so obviously life. it happens more often than yeah, yeah, it just seems very sad to me that, that you could be in the hospital for days and no one would realize either that you weren't around or that your dogs weren't cared for. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, is the bracelets, I didn't find any that were really particularly attractive. <laughs> they look like med, med alert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so again, yeah. I think that I that idea perhaps needs a little more work. I can see where they're coming from, but maybe needs a little more yeah. work. And then they had this mm, regular, you know, ID tag with you know, pretty ones. I thought they were cute. I know you did because I, I really mean, you brought me over there. Those. And you know, if found, there's a a, a a website and a phone number, and then of course a ID number that identifies your dog, and then to you eventually. But they were very. Cute. They're cute. These are actually cuter than the bracelets. Yeah. <laughs> and in a many different colors, and, and they felt well made. Yeah. Um, the price was quite reasonable. I just thought they were adorable. And these guys, these people are www.idtag.com. Um, yeah. So if you have one ID tag or something a little fancier, um, something to check out. Well, and part of their sales pitch was that when you buy the tag and get it engraved, that you also get a subscription, if you will, mm -hmm. to their database. You can register your dog so that if someone finds it, they call the number on the tag, and um, they're then given multiple numbers to call, not just your home number. Mm -hmm. But maybe you are in the hospital, un unconscious. So depending on the information you've given the company, they may also provide your neighbor's number, right. the person that has your spare key. Uh, the person you've designated to take care of your dog if you're out of town. Mm -hmm. So um, they give multiple contacts to whoever find by calling 1-800 number. And even after the one year that comes with buying the tag, it was something like $10 a year to maintain that. Yeah. Which I thought was quite reasonable. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's always good to have information out there. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, as much as I believe in the microchipping as well, this doesn't require them to have a microchip reader. To just look at the tag. A little bit in. more visible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another booth that uh, I enjoyed checking out was uh, Rayco International had uh, nice first aid kits for pets. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm a big, as patron Kate know, big believer in first aid kits. Oh, after my past weekend, <laughs> I am oh, too. Patron's. Yeah. Petra's family and she and her little Pomeranian Keely, who we've mentioned on these shows before, got attacked by Africanized, Africanized. bees. Yes. The killer bees. The killer bees. Yes. And poor Keely went into anaphylactic shock. 
almost lost her, but wasn't for CPR and you know chest compressions and, and kept her going and, and intubation and, and yeah. And for those of you not familiar with our show, Keely is a small Pomeranian with a great big spirit of a Wolverine, <laughs> um, aka the Wolverine. The Wolverine. Yeah, but uh, we still love her and didn't want her to go away. Yeah. No, no, and, and it was very scary. Benadryl again saved a life. Uh, that yeah. and putting a straw down her throat to intubate her. But anyway, uh, first aid kits have come in handy more times than I can say. Oh, at our definitely. training yard, at home, on our trips, camping trips, travel trips. I think everyone should have multiple first aid kits uh, with with materials for people and dogs. Oh, yeah. We use oh, yeah. them, too. Yes, yes, And definitely. just knowing which medications do transfer and for, which don't. Right, right exactly. exactly. Yeah. But a lot of them do, so it's a good thing for everyone to have. Yeah. Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> Benadryl. Benadryl. <laughs> and just practical things like the bandages and wraps. And gauze and, yes. Tweezers. Yes. There was... Uh, yeah, tweezers because I had to pull out little... Oh, little the, the stingers. Stingers. Robbing stingers. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> well, you've got a gulper, Petra. How about you talk about that one? Yeah. You know what? I... Um, I really like to try one out because I think it'd be great. Both Liz and I have dogs that like to inhale their food, <laughs> and, then if it's, and if it's too fast, end up uh, throwing it up a few minutes later. Not very pleasant. Mm-hmm. But they have a really neat bowl that comes in different sizes. Who is this? Uh, Breakfast, I guess, is what who they're called. Breakfast.net. And fast. it has little. Protrusions. Yeah. Pillars. <laughs> I don't know what to call those things. Three of them in each bowl, which you put the food around them, but it slows the, the dog from eating so fast because he has to work and get the food around these little pillars that are in the middle of the dog bowl. They call them elegant no-tip shapes. <laughs> okay. Uh, they're they're, they're <laughs> kind of like little pillars, three yeah. pillars in the middle of the bowl. So, uh, so the dog... Like Petra said, has to work around it. Yeah, so it slows them down. I, I have a client with a golden retriever that was doing that, and so the vet had suggested getting beach. Well, we're near the ocean, so we get beach cobbles, large, round, rounded rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, she had to clean them off, and but and then intersperse that with a kibble. Right. Big enough for the dog not to be able to gulp and swallow along with the food. Right. It was kind of a hassle for her to do it, so I could see something like this being a great. Oh idea. yeah, and I've, I hear it all the time. And I this mean. is dishwasher safe, so. So it's not like you'd have to scrub each of those pillars right. all the time. Right. Uh, just throw it in the dishwasher. I did specifically ask her that. <laughs> yeah. You know, use a dishwasher all the time. Three yes. different so sizes. Very good. Metal yeah, an plastic. eight cup, a five cup, and a one and a half cup. So, <coughs> so we did ask her for good. samples, but uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think that was another one of those new ideas that had just come out, and she didn't have any samples. And then uh, lots of uh, lots of holistic homeopathic uh, products were hitting the market. I think that goes along too with the better pet foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them that we got a sample about was a banana peel extract. I admit we took our sample home and my husband used it himself. You took yours home and did use it on a dog. Yeah, I did use it on a dog, <laughs> and actually, um, he was developing a little. Um, 
Oh, chewing and, and his, his back end. So I, we just started putting the banana cream on there. Did it work? Actually, it did. I ran out of cream. But it had a good head start. It got things... Um, so that was new... It, 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 whatever's in it. That's great. New topicals. N-U topicals. Banana peel extract. So you got an endorsement on, on that one. And mm-hmm. it's supposed to be good for wounds, abrasions, bruises, burns, dermatitis... Insect bites and stings, poison ivy, poison oak, and a whole list of other things. So it doesn't sting. It didn't smell too bad. Was it greasy on his coat? No. Oh, no, very actually good. it wasn't. So banana peels are the new aloe. I guess. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Doesn't it was very cool. Doesn't say what else is it. No, it has uh, banana peel cream, aloe vera, vitamins A, D, and E, natural lanolin. So sounds good. Overall nice topical. Yeah, yeah. You really like that cat climber. Uh, yes, oh, yeah. before we, we close this show, I have to tell you about two <laughs> cat products. We all, Those all both three, look cool. All three of us uh, have cats. and This, this uh, first product, called the Cat Climber, it's a multi-level climbing platform. And actually, the salesman kind of distracted me, and then... Petra and Kate ran away. They thought I'd been stuck with a salesman talking about a cat toy, and they ran away. But actually what I saw was his cat climber, and I was intrigued. Uh, Having three very active cats, we do have cat trees in the house. A couple of them are like six foot tall, and they're round and covered with carpet. They do take up space. Uh... We don't begrudge the cats that space because they don't claw on the furniture. (laughs) And so we happily provide that for them. This cat climber is made to hang on a wall or on a door. And so it takes up very little, very little floor space. It comes in sections. It's modular. It goes over the top of the door or end under the door and then fastens with a couple real ingenious little hookups on the back. I was very, very impressed. I am probably going to be investing in one myself because uh, it just looked really, really neat, and it's going to save some floor space. So it swings with the door. It moves with the door. So my thought was like a hall door. Mm -hmm. You know, that perhaps it isn't open very often. The cleaning closet. Sure, sure. Uh, They don't give a website, but they do have an... Oh, yes, they do. Pardon me. www. E S M A R T C A T. So E Smart hmm. So very nice cat product. Looks looks very interesting. How well it holds up under big active cats, I don't know, but maybe hmm, when we do the, the talk about the Global Pet Expo next year, we'll tell you. Exactly. <laughs> this one was very cool. If you have indoor cats and you know how they like a lot of them like to sneak out and uh, of course, once they're out, you don't want coyotes or anything to get them. These are the neatest, what's it called? The Cat's Den. And they're... Enclosures. Yeah, enclosures that can go all over your yard and your dog, your cat can't escape from it. They're, they're kind of like half a trails cool. for hamsters, but instead yeah, of for cats. cats. Yeah, and right. So they can go explore the outdoors safely. There's yeah, tunnels so and, and different levels and very mm-hmm. modular... Uh, something outside your windows and go in and out your window. 
go from your house across your yard. I think that's a picture of that one across the mm-hmm. yard to another habit trail park. <laughs> and, and unfortunately, with those raised walkways, I can just see a dog underneath going. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It could be a doggy amusement toy. Sure. But anyway, these are made by Habitat Haven, uh, who I believe also make reptile enclosures. But I'm that just came out of my memory. But the, it's called the Cat's Den, Habitat Haven. And that's their website, www.thecatsden.net. So you might want to check those out, too. They're very, very neat. All right. Well, we could talk about uh, all the products we saw for many, many hours, but we're going to have to close up right now. <laughs> Can I Whoops. throw in one last Okay. Thing? Go ahead. Um, for those of you that have heard me talk about Walter, they know that his favorite toy in the world. I hate to even call it a toy. It's like his drug of choice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Walter's cocaine. <laughs> yes. is a red ball made by Planet Dog. And it's uh, the Ringo. It's a red dog with a white... Red white ball. Rings. ball. Red ball with two white <laughs> rings around it. Which he promptly pulls off. Yes, so that it has better mouthfeel. Well, they quit making it. They quit making the Ringo. And when we went to the Planet Dog booth... I think they thought we were all nuts. And we were so Begging and pleading and... And I was able to talk them into selling me the rest that they had back in the factory. Um, (laughs) At a slight discount. But anyway, I think you should investigate Planet Dogs. They have wonderful toys. Now for, you know, the artichoke-shaped dog dog toy. and strawberry shape, I think. That's okay, kind of cute. But go check out their basic balls. The Orbeez. The Orbeez. And the the Ringos. And the Ringos. Well, then there was that snowball, was it? That had the smell that my dog, Kona, who's blind, liked it because he could smell it. The snowball was a big hit. Yeah. And Uh, he loves it. Why do I love it as an owner is I can get it really filthy dirty and it washes clean and nothing. They smell good. They smell good. <laughs> I know. That's what, yeah. Even after the dogs played with it. And they're almost smells good. virtually indestructible. Uh-huh. They have a uh-huh. wonderful, specific density, I'll call it, because you can throw it in the water and it goes down just enough to get them excited, and then it always bobs up and floats again. It's my, a great all-around My toy. dogs have a toy basket, as I think most well-loved dogs have. And invariably, when they go digging through the toy box, they come up with one of the Orby, Orby toys, mm-hmm. uh, one of the Planet Dog toys. Uh, we're big fans of the Planet Dog, so check that one out check also. Out. They have some new products coming out as well, but and, and I'm bemoaning the loss of the Ringo, but maybe if you all let them know, it's wonderful. <laughs> Walter misses it. <laughs> And do for Walter's case. And Walter. the lady at Planet Dog at Global Pet Expo specifically asked us what if we did this, not to mention her name. No. But you can go to planetdog.com and check out their stuff. And go to your local pet store and check it out. I just really like their products. So that's that's it for us for this show. Uh Again, this is Liz Palaika, Petra Burke, and Kate Abbott from It's a Doggy Dog World on Pet Life Radio. If you want to hear us talk about something specific, if you've got any questions, drop us an email at liz at Pet Life Radio. Uh, we'd be happy to talk about some of the things you might want to hear. So that's it for now. See you next week. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? (laughs) 
Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> 